this is Hannah and welcome back to Rorschach Your Reality. Today I'm talking about limiting beliefs. So if you have been that person who pretty much believes all of the good things in your life have come from maybe chance, maybe luck, maybe a fluke, but that in general you're not capable of that, you don't deserve that, you can't expect those good things, you probably have some limiting beliefs and I would love to talk a little bit today about how those have played out in my own life, some things I do to try to overcome them or move past them, and maybe you'll hear some tips that will help you too. So thanks so much for joining me. Let's go ahead and get started. Guys, uh, so this is Hannah again, and wanting to talk a little bit about um, the whole putting yourself out there situation, right? Because it can be such a struggle. Oh my goodness. Um, And I think one of the primary reasons that I have found myself limited in social settings, in academic settings, in professional settings is my inability to put myself out there and to trust that something good would come of it. And I think that that's something that other people struggle with too. This is not my special unicorn talent. (laughs) Um, But since it's something that I know I struggle with, and I think that a lot of other people struggle with it too, it seemed like maybe it was worth talking about a little bit. And it's something that I've been trying to kind of explore within myself. Like, you know, what is it that is so intimidating or, or scary or difficult about just putting yourself out there? Um, and I think f- for me personally, this is maybe attached to, I mean, a couple different things. Uh, one of them is definitely this whole fear factor situation. Um, you know, what will people think? How will that be received? Will that create issues? Will that create dramas? Will somebody feel offended? Will somebody feel hurt? Um, what if it's not taken the way that I meant it? And I can get myself just so trapped up in my head with, all of the things that could go wrong if I say this or contribute this or, or put this out there. Um, and I will tell you right now, I have never been trapped up in my head with just the overwhelm of every good thing that could come from me putting myself out there or saying something. Um, you know, and at uh, my first job out of college, I uh, did a year as an uh, um, AmeriCorps member. And... That was, I, I mean, I had worked multiple jobs. I'd always been like part-time on the side with school and uh, life. So AmeriCorps is my first like full-time, 40 hours a week, you know, eight to five every day type of a situation. And I had just graduated from college and this was a housing assistance coach. So everybody I was working with, like, had gone to grad school, was a licensed counselor or social worker, had years of experience, right? And then there's me, like, hi, <laughs> I graduated college young, I felt really young, um, and, you know, just underqualified in terms of, like, everyone else has more experience, more education, just more everything, and I'm just, like, this child, <laughs> um, And yeah, so I was intimidated by that. And at the end of the year, when when my AmeriCorps year was up, um, my supervisor, Kim, just sat down to kind of do an end of year uh, kind of interview with me. And and we talked about a few things. And one of the things she said to me that has just kind of stuck with me is that she really wished I had contributed more. 
you know, and she said, you know, every week we would sit in the weekly meeting and she said, I would always wonder if you are going to say something, contribute something, speak up. Um, you know, and it's just not something that you did. And she said, I, I feel like we missed out as a team and as a company and an organization because that's something you chose not to do. And like, I was really surprised. I would have never thought like, oh my gosh, you know, and you think about, I worked there for a year and we had a meeting every single week. And every week to think of her just wondering, like, is Hannah going to say something? Is she going to contribute something? Does she have ideas? And she never, like, pushed me on it, which, you know, in retrospect, I'm like, Kim, you should have said something two months in and maybe I would have worked on it. Um, And it just never occurred to me, right? Because I walked into the meeting knowing that I was young knowing I didn't have as much experience, knowing that I had just barely graduated college and everybody else had their master's, and I just assumed that my role was to, like, sit down, shut up, take notes, pay attention, um, and, like, learn things that I could take away. And honestly, like, contributing wasn't really on my radar um, in terms of, you know, vocally during a meeting. And I think part of that is automatically finding ways to show yourself and reinforce yourself that you're not qualified and you're not as good as everyone else. And that does not have to mean you graduated from college yesterday because, like, you can do that to yourself in any situation, right? So, you know, oh, you'll go from being too young to too old. Uh, You'll go from having not enough education to having the wrong education to not having as much experience as this person, not being as outgoing as that person. Like, I mean, the honest truth is I can pretty much walk into any room of people and find reasons why I'm not as qualified, not as educated, not as knowledgeable. Like, I'm just not the one, right? But that's really a mindset issue, Because the 100% honest truth is you can walk into any room and find reasons why you should speak up, why you are qualified to be there, why you do have worth and value that you should be sharing. Um, And it's a darn shame if you don't share it. Um, And again, you're the same person. You just have a mindset change. You know, and when I look back of my year out of AmeriCorps, I'm like, man, I had just graduated from college, a criminal justice program, so lots of like sociology and social work type classes, Um, and I was fresh, right? And if you've been working in a field for 6, 10, 20 years, sometimes you're not even aware of some of the newer stuff or fresher stuff that's, that's coming out, and I totally could have contributed that. Um, I'm an incredibly organized and efficient person. You do not need to be 50 years old or work a job for 10 years or get a master's degree to be able to observe an organization and notice ways that it could be more organized or more efficient if those are like strengths that you naturally have, which I do. And I looked around and noticed things all the time that it was like, oh, I feel like it would work better if it was like this. Or I totally see where doing you know switching this up would make things more efficient but I didn't share those things because I didn't want to mess with what they had going on and I told myself I wasn't qualified 
And when you tell yourself the story that you're not qualified, like of you're silencing yourself and you cannot blame other people for that. Um, and you know, when I look back at that organization and at my coworkers, the people who are there, there is nobody there who would have had any issue with me speaking up and they would have loved that. And I did that some on like a one-to-one basis. Um, but I never did that in a full group basis, you know, the weekly meetings, that sort of thing. But again, it's, that's not because of something anyone did to me. It's because of the story that I was telling myself about my worth and my value and my voice. Um, and I, I think that a lot of women do that, you know. Uh, and lately I've been reading a book called The Magic of Thinking Big. Um, I think it's a little bit older of a book. It's by uh, David Schwartz, who's a PhD. And he really just digs in to mindset is really what it's all about. Um, and yeah, I see it was copyrighted in 1959. Not quite yesterday. <laughs> um, and in some of his language, you can tell that he uses the word fellow a lot, which I find humorous. Um, and definitely he is a man and it feels like he's writing to men in terms of, you know, the business world and, and business people. Um, it was a different world back then, folks. So... If you can just, you know, chuckle at fellows and understand that, you know, everybody has a mind and this is mindset stuff, you'll be fine. Check it out. Uh, But one of the things he talks about is the value of importance. And when you're going into a meeting or a room full of people or whatever your situation is, 100%. You want to value the person you're interacting with as important because they are important, right? They're a human being, no matter if they're the janitor or the president or someone in between, like they are inherently important and treating people with value and importance is never going to like turn out to be a bad move on your part. So do that. But he also really advocates treating yourself as a person of importance, Right. And I know like there's the two extremes. Some people are really overinflated with themselves and that's obnoxious, but it's not something that I feel like I have a lot of experience with. I will leave that for someone who does. Um, right. And then, of course, the other extreme is like devalue, devaluing yourself. And one of the things that I just have found to be true about myself is that I minimize myself. I devalue myself. I silence myself. I will basically do anything to myself in order to accommodate other people and their needs, their desires, and their preferences. There can be some strengths there. I'm a very adaptable person. Uh, But at the end of the day, oftentimes it just ends up meaning shutting myself down, silencing myself, um, and not letting myself be a whole person if I think that would somehow enhance your experience. Um, And that is not because people are directly saying, like, I need you to just silence yourself. It's something that I've internalized as something that I should do for these other people. So, again, that's a message that's coming from myself um, and really impacting the way that I live in the world. It's not necessarily something that's, like, being forced upon me. Or that anyone is audibly asking me to do. 
So he really talks about, okay, you're a person of importance too. Um, so say you're walking into a one-to-one meeting. Maybe it's an interview. Maybe this is you asking for a promotion. Maybe um, you're looking for new opportunities, whatever it is. He really advocates sit down to that is if you are two important people who have met to discuss important things and see what that does to elevate the conversation. And I've really been working on that. Like, so when I've been going out into the public, which for me right now means going to the library or the art show or (laughs) things like that, because I'm working from home, um, which I'm loving. Um, and so it also has made, I've done some discovery calls, some interviews with my virtual assistant business, um, that I have been remote, but obviously involve coming in, sitting down with another human. And so really trying to flip my mindset to, this is a meeting of two important people and I am one of the important people, right? Um, really, I find that it makes me more confident it makes me less likely to just like silence my voice or kind of fade back and minimize myself, which is 100% my habit. Um, and just that little mindset shift has really been beneficial to me. I'm really excited about how I feel this little shift inside of myself, how I'm more likely to speak up for myself how I'm more likely to contribute something that I think is positive and meaningful um, or may benefit someone. And I still struggle a little bit with this whole like, you know, what will people think? How will this be perceived? Um, So that's this whole other kind of piece that I'm needing to work on. Um, And I started to dig into that a little bit. And I'm probably not going to go like full bore on that because right like time is life is all that's coming to me. Time is a big deal. So not going to spend like two days here, but I recently watched I'm Not Your Guru, which is a Tony Robbins thing. And towards the end of it, it's like the transformational day and they're doing all of this work and they like reference this idea of your primary question and he doesn't like super go into don't watch the movie thinking you're gonna like learn all about this it was just this reference that kind of stuck with me so your primary question like what is the thing that you're asking yourself all the time and I recognized for myself um that the question that tends to roll in my mind is what are people thinking um you know how will this be perceived um what are people thinking? Ha! And I don't interpret these pretend thoughts I assume people thinking as positive things, like ever. Right? Always a negative thing. Always worst case scenario. Always damaging, hurtful, awful things. Like this is how I imagine the thoughts of other people. So you can, you know, envision that if I'm constantly rolling through my mind, kind of subconsciously. Like, it's not something I want to be thinking about, but it's just this ever-present pressure on me. What are people thinking? What are people thinking? What are people thinking? And and the point that Tony Robbins was making was, you know, this question that you're asking yourself directs where your mind is going. So if I'm constantly thinking, what are other people thinking? How will this be perceived? What impact is this going to have? What is this going to make people think about me? 
my mind is constantly going to this fear of judgment, fear of scrutiny, uh, like ready to be defensive because like I'm stressed out about where you're coming from. And then with Tony Robbins, like where your mind is 100% influences the actions that you take. So my question, ah, oh, what are people thinking? My mental state, fear of being judged, fear of how I'm being perceived, my actions, oh, fade back, minimize, be quiet, don't say anything, don't say or do anything big or loud or bold or noticeable because those are the things that are going to be judged and critiqued the most. And if you can just become like really tiny and fit into a corner somewhere and get by without saying anything, nobody gets to judge you. Which, let's be real, if people want to judge you, they can judge you while you stand in the corner awkwardly and don't say anything. <laughs> um, and you're not doing anything for yourself by doing that. Um, also, if people want to judge you, they're going to judge you. And it doesn't matter. Like, why should it matter? And I just know in my heart of hearts that when I walk into a room, I would much rather take up the space that I take up in the world, be my full authentic self, enjoy who I am, contribute things that I believe to be meaningful, inspiring, enlightening, positive, and walk out knowing that I was me and make the connections and the relationships that are based on the reality of who I am and not the person that I want other people to think that I am. So easier said than done but that's what I'm working on right now and I'll probably talk more about that as I kind of develop a primary question that I think will be healthier for me as a human um and I would love to hear about what you think your your default primary question is that just kind of subconsciously rolls around and what you think you might want to change that to because I really think there could be some power there Thank you so much for listening. As a former English teacher, I get really excited if I can find a reason to bring up revising and editing. So that was a fun one for me. Uh, of course, you know, you can always share with your friends. I would love if you left me a review. Feel free to subscribe. And at the end of the day, what I care most about is hearing about you. So whether that means going to my website, www.rorschachyourreality.com, and sending me a message from there, accessing me through email, sending me a, a DM or a PM on Instagram at Rorschach Your Reality or Facebook, Rorschach Your Reality. I want to hear from you. So however you make it happen, I want to know your story. I want to know your thought process. I want to know how you're changing your own life. So definitely connect. <laughs>